There's just so much more to hear. Download our podcasts at DubaiEye1038.com. You're listening to Drive Live with Emma Brain and Natalie Lindo-Taylor. Right now, we're going to head across to New York. Lillington joins us on the line from there. Very good evening from Dubai. Hello and a good evening to you too. So, Lilling, as you often do on this programme, and we do enjoy it, uh, sometimes we can all get a bit of Trump fatigue. So what you like to do is a bit of a Trump 90-second challenge. So you're going to give us an update of everything we need to know about your president. Then we're going to park it and look at some of the other stories making headlines. So are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Let's see if I can do this in 90 seconds. Okay, go. Okay, so today, lots of interest in Trump's comment earlier in the week about possible violence if Democrats win the midterm elections. Now, some media reports uh, suggested that he was warning about the about Democrats being dangerous should uh, should, should the midterm elections go there go the other way. Uh, he actually said something along the lines of, uh, "If Democrats win, they will overturn everything that we've done, and they'll do it quickly and violently." He explained later to reporters, tried to clarify that he just. He meant that he just didn't want to see any violence. And other people attending dinner, uh, the same dinner where he made these remarks, seem to have taken his remarks as more of a warning against complacency about the midterm elections than uh, a warning of a potential democratic threat of violence. So you see how like different media and different people get very different perspectives uh, during this administration and reporting on this administration. Now, on North Korea, as talks seem to have hit an impasse, the U.S. president said there's no reason to spend money to resume those war games with South Korea, which has been a major source of tension for Pyongyang. But Trump also warned there's the option to do so, and if so, he could do it in a much bigger way. Now, he had tweeted about this on Wednesday, seemingly to accomplish two things. First, send a message to Kim Jong-un to return to talks, and second, blame China for the lack of progress in denuclearizing uh, in the, in the denuclearizing de- de- negotiations, um, saying that this was a result of the U.S.-China trade war. Now, in the past few hours, we've also seen a little bit of the usual, uh, the usual thorns in his side. We saw him whinging about the usual thorns in his side, the media. He took aim at uh, the U.S. networks, CNN and NBC, and then expanded that more broadly to the rest of the media, finishing it off again by calling the press the enemy of the people. We've heard this several times already uh, from the president over the past few months. Now, he also complained again about former FBI director James Comey and also about Robert Mueller's Russia probe. So nothing too surprising there. But something a little new he talked about was the economy, saying that news from the financial markets is better than expected. Stocks did finish the last trading session in the U.S. on Wall Street on a high over optimism that the U.S.-Canada trade deal can be reached. However, stocks are in negative territory right now ahead of the open as that U.S.-Canada trade deal deadline looms on Friday. Okay, little over 90 seconds, but nonetheless, very good roundup Yay. of Donald Trump. <laughs> Thank you very much, Lilling. And uh, Lilling, a Texas jury has sentenced a former police officer to 15 years for shooting to death an unarmed black teenager last year. The killing of the unmanned uh, black men and boys by white police officers has been a major issue in the past few years across the states, prompting the Black Lives Matter protest. Lilling, has justice been served here? Well, yes and no. I think a lot of the the issue about the whole Black Lives Matter thing is that there were all these series of unarmed black men being apprehended by police, attacked or shot 
um, or choked to death. And, you know, we've talked about this many times on the show. And a lot of the problem was that they were not being held accountable. Uh, they were not, uh, a lot of them were let off easy over these, uh, these deaths. And um, so that prompted the Black Lives Matter protest uh, that ran on for, for quite a while. And in this particular case, the boy um, was a teenager. I think he was coming out of a party, and then he was, he was killed by a police officer. The officer has been sentenced to uh, 15 years, which that in itself is a little bit of justice since he is being taken to, he's being taken to task for it. But for the family, of course, it's not enough. They want their son back. They want their family member back. And they feel that, you know, he still has a life after he gets out of jail in 15 years. Okay, Lilling. The next story uh, we're going to talk about is you're obviously based in New York. The US Open is taking place. It's hot there at the moment. Um, what's the latest going on there? Oh, yes, it's very hot. Uh, the U.S. Open is happening at the Arthur Ashe Stadium. It's about an hour from where I am right now. Um, I'm not much of a, of a tennis fan, and I don't usually follow uh, the U.S. Open. But so far, we've been getting a lot of a buzz about what Serena Williams has been wearing. Now, she was banned from that black cat suit that she wore last spring. And kind of in protest, she, um, she wore tutu. She mm. wore a black tutu in, the, in her game. And I don't know if you saw the pictures. They are amazing. Yes, we love it's the tutu. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to wear a tutu to work today, but I was told that wasn't a good idea. <sighs> um, and, then, and then again, she wore another tutu. Uh, this time, I think it was a lighter colored one. It looked white or maybe purple or bluish from the picture I saw. So really making a statement uh, here, tongue in cheek, trying to... You know, a lot of a lot of women and a lot of the coverage has been about how um, men shouldn't dictate what women wear, whether it's off the court or on the court. So that's what the takeaway here, I think, really is. And um, Lily, finally, we're seeing a story about uh, a man who apparently went on some dates. He dined with his dates and then ran off, leaving behind unpaid bills. And he's facing up to 13 years in jail. Yes, and I think that that might be justice, but that's just me. Um, I don't know how many bad dates he's been on, but this guy has apparently gone for dates and dined lavishly, and then left the bill with the with the date, the women he was out with, and or you know sometimes the women had to pay the bill, and sometimes the restaurant comped it. Um, but nonetheless, uh, horrible person to go on a date with. His name is Paul Gonzalez, but you don't worry, don't have to worry. You probably won't see him in the dating circuit for a while. He faces up to 13 years in prison, um, allegedly, for doing all these things that we just said in uh, L.A. So we are waiting to see how many years he actually gets out of uh, these little antics that he carried out between May 2016 and April 2018. So two years he's been doing this. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. Um, If if dating isn't hard enough or bad enough, having someone that's going to do that to you too. Disgusting. Uh, Liling Tan from New York, thank you so much for joining us on the programme. Always a pleasure. Likewise. Thanks a lot. Take care. Emma, that's a crazy story. He got away with a lot of free food. (laughs) He did. Can you imagine? um, I think this is one thing to, uh, uh, you know, go Dutch when on a date, I guess. Yeah, going uh, Dutch uh, is one thing. Someone, but, but you know, is, the other is he sneaking off. Is he like, is he doing the odds? I'm going to the bathroom and then sneaking out the back or something. Is this? But it's so it's so um, naughty as well, though, yeah. because 
he must know every time he meets someone, he's going to leave them in an awkward predicament, either, like Lilling said, that they're going to have to pay the bill mm. um, and foot the whole bill. Yeah. Or they're, you know, the restaurant is going to have to decide. But the thing is, as well, if you are dining out with someone, whether it's a date or just friends dining, um, you know, you kind of order on the basis that you're going to split the bill. Yes. So, you know, if you and I went out and you ordered a salad and I ordered a steak, you would kind of expect that you wouldn't have to pay, pay for my much. steak. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of think that's quite normal, whether we're yeah. on a date or just the two of us out having a bit of food. I wouldn't expect you to pay for my meal that was twice as expensive. So who knows what this guy was ordering? I bet he was ordering, you know, the finest food and the nicest drinks and all of that stuff because he knew he wasn't he had zero intention of paying it it's just i don't i can't i just can't and for two years he got away with this two i wonder years. yeah i wonder as well um obviously that he's been accused of criminal mm. um criminal acts and i guess i guess in some ways it is you know it's it's theft isn't it it's, it's kind of stealing from the person or well, the it's, restaurant it's, yeah it's stealing and it's fraud isn't it and it's just it's just completely unethical whichever way you split it who does that to someone else it's just it's just really horrible i can imagine the um the people that he went on the dates with how they would feel afterwards mortified upset i wonder how he i wonder how they um you know found him that would be good. Well, I guess I get so many complaints. The police would probably have to uh, go through all the complaints and uh, find him in the end if if he was using his real name. But I guess if you're putting things, uh, I'm probably guessing that he was finding people through social media apps. That's all traceable these days. So just guessing off the top of my head. Oh, it's crazy. I actually think that's one of the craziest stories Linning's ever brought to the uh, programme. There's just so much more to hear. Download our podcasts at DubaiEye1038.com.